Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and today we're going to be covering some tough topics, Rob. We're going to talk about grief and how to get through the holidays. Now, we're coming up on the Christmas holidays, but I think this show is very timely, Rob, in that it'll stand uh, for any holiday uh, that you have with respect to grief and the military family, and whether it's a birthday, it could be Easter, it could be Uh whatever holiday is important to you or celebrated in your house, we're going to be talking about the framework of Christmas, and we know that our shows run, you know, 24-7 in perpetuity. So if you're listening today, it's about how to get through any benchmark, really. It could be a wedding anniversary. It could be a birthday. Uh, it could be lots of different holidays. But for the sake of today, we're going to talk about Christmas and Thanksgiving and, you know, Hanukkah and, and you know, those holidays celebrated this time of year that we're doing the recording. Right. You know, I think Thanksgiving was the one holiday that was the hardest for me after I lost my mom, uh, in that that seems to be such a home-centered holiday, um, even more so than birthdays, because at least on her birthday or on... uh, on other loved ones that we've had, we still have the same birthday cake that they liked, or we still have a little tradition um, that it, that sort of brings a smile. But somehow Thanksgiving was the one that gripped me the most. So it's true. It, it doesn't matter what the holiday is for you personally. Uh, it, it just could be the, <laughs> the first day of the month because you got to do something because the, uh, the social security check came or whatever. <laughs> well, and you know, I love that you put it that way because you know, it, 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 it changes. And I mm-hmm. will say it changes from year to year. That's the funny thing oh, about sure. grief. Like, you know, the first year that my mom was gone, you know, I, and, and, you know, and it's funny, we talk about, you know, my divorce too. The first year, it was really strange for me because now birthdays are a huge thing in my house. So, mm-hmm. you know, the birthday was much harder, you know, because what's funny is for Thanksgiving and Christmas, I have little kids, so I am so busy. I didn't yeah. have any of the grief stuff on the big holidays. It was the smaller, more intimate ones that yeah. caused me difficulty. And then what was funny is as my kids have gotten older, Christmas is less stressful. You know, I mean, there's a lot less to do Yeah, because um, I'm not doing a lot of the things I did when they were small so I feel it more so it really you know it's one of those things where the stuff we're going to be learning and talking mm-hmm. about today you know it really does change over time and it, the situations change but this the 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 stuff we're dealing with doesn't and I think too when we're talking about grief it doesn't always mean um a death in as although I know Judy Brizendine's book was certainly centered and, and was um written after she had this great loss 
but it could be a loss of a former lifestyle. Sometimes when soldiers come back or, or troops come back, they may have injuries or they may have some difficulties and challenges that bring them to a new life moving forward. They are not always the same. They certainly have um, their life, but they may have a different life. And I think getting through that is always so challenging. It is challenging, and I think we should get right to the heart of the matter. Um, I'd like to bring on Judy Brizendine and to have her talk a little bit about her book and her work. She's been a guest on our show before, but for those of you who haven't listened to the episode, you can go back and find it on iTunes. Just go to Military Mom Talk Radio and look up Judy Brizendine. You can also find her on our Toginet uh, station, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. You can also look on our, our Military Mom Talk Radio, and again, the name is Judy Brizendine, and we're going to bring her on. She's one of our grief experts, one of our two Judys today that are going to talk about grief in the military family. So, Judy, welcome to the show. I'd like you to tell our guests what you do and what your relationship has been with the military. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be back again. Um, I was a military wife for over 20 years. My husband um, was in the Marine Corps, was a career military officer, and so um, I, you know, that was a, a huge part of my life for many, many years. And soon after he retired, he died suddenly. And a few years after that, I wrote the book about Stunned by Grief and um, just in an attempt to really help people understand about grief because um, a lot of the difficulty with grief other than obviously the pain that you're going through is the fear and the um, immobility really um, be- because you don't understand what it is or, or what to do or, um, you know, you're just um, immobile. And so uh, this book really gives um, an inside look in the simplest terms of, of grief and what to do and how to get through it and, and tips to, you know, to really move you forward and, and so you don't get stuck there. Mm-hmm. I know, Judy, um, some women may not have, uh, some households are set up that the fellas does all of the bookkeeping or the wife does all of the bookkeeping. And when you said fear, that reminded me of my neighbor because she had lost her husband at a rather young age. It was not military, but nonetheless, a loss is a loss. And she had not been sort of the prime person in her household finances. And that fear was just exacerbated with panic, not knowing the first steps of of what even to do and I'm sure you must hear that from people too like I don't know where the life insurance is I don't know who to turn to Um, that must be difficult to process it is very difficult and yes I've heard it certainly more than once Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of times you know spouses discover something that they they didn't expect you know or they just, like you said, they haven't been involved, and so they don't know what to do. And, um, you know, oftentimes we're afraid to ask for help. And, you know, help is available. And, you know, people that we trust and people who love us want to help. So, you know, I, I would just 
really encourage people to seek help when something like that happens. You know, you're not really um, at your best mentally at that time. You know, a lot of times there's confusion, and you're just not thinking clearly the way you normally do. And someone else can step in and, and really, you know, help in a way that you're possibly not able to at that time. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting you guys are talking about, like, not knowing what to do. Um, I want to throw in that, you know, there's so many different layers of grief. You know, there's the grief that, you know, you lost your person in your life, whoever that person may be. But there's also this other weird thing that I want to bring up and, you know, get Judy's take on it. One of the things that I felt was that I felt all these weird feelings like, you know, I, I, I fast forwarded to my, you know, my kids were little at the time when when my mom died and I got divorced but all I could think of is oh my god on their wedding days my mom won't be there their dad it's going to be a crisis and he'll have us whatever wife he's on then and you know I kept going to all these different things in the future I didn't really go to the past and it was just all these little teeny losses that mounted up with the big loss you know it's fear again Sandra Mm -hmm. because we don't know what's in the future and we have no idea of knowing and so we project you know what if what if what if this happens what if that happens and you know sometimes we just really have to get a hold of our head and and you know just come back to center you know and and let not think too far in the future and not allow our minds to 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 keep going there because you know, we'll just put ourselves into a downward spiral when we do that. And we do have more control than we sometimes think we do, you know, about our thoughts, about what, you know, where we're going and, and what what to do. And that's a time to really rein in those negative thoughts and those, um, you know, fearful thoughts and focus on the here and now. You know, what can I do right now? What is a small step I can take? You know, there are always lots of good things going on in in our lives at the same time that, you know, something devastating is going on. And we tend when that when that's happening and, and I've done it myself, we've all done it, we tend to focus on the devastation that's going on and forget about everything else good that's going on. And sometimes we just have to remind ourselves you know, it's not all about the bad thing that's happening right now. There's still a lot of good. And try to focus on that and get our heads back in, you know, in a place where, you know, we're in a more positive uh, state and we can move forward in a more positive direction and not be stuck there. Did you, Judy, um, and I know we've asked this before, did you always journal? So was writing your book, and we've only got about a minute before the break. Did you start writing your book uh, or start writing even before your loss, or did you really go into um, this as a cathartic method? I really didn't journal my entire life. And hmm. so the journaling really started um, when I got involved in a grief support group, that was really the beginning of it because that was something we were encouraged to do. And um, sure. it's just something that's unbelievably powerful, you know, yeah. not just for adults, but for kids. 
Oh, absolutely. And we can talk about how to approach all of this with our children, too, on the other side of the break. We're here today with Judy Brizendine, author, blogger, and speaker. Her book is um, Stunned by Grief. And on the other side of the break, we're going to welcome Judy Davis, the Direction Diva. She has been with us as well. She's a motivational speaker and a lifestyle blogger, a military life consultant, and co-founder of Living Through Crisis. We're delighted to have both Judys with us today for a powerful conversation, so do stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can. With lessons in joyful living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, 
Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and we are talking about how to get through the holidays with loss, whether your loss is from a divorce, whether it's from a death, whether it's from a deployment, because all of those things affect our family members, and we've been visiting with Judy Brizantine, and we're about to bring in Judy Davis, so we're going to have the dueling Judys on. Uh, Judy is the Direction Diva, and she has a new book that's recently come out, Rob, Uh, so I'm excited to help her promote that. Uh, Judy, uh, let's see how, there we go. Judy Davis, are you with us? I am. Thanks so much for having me, Sandy and Robin. And great to see you again, Judy B. (laughs) (laughs) Judy B and Judy D. So, Judy Davis, would you please introduce yourself for the guests that are just joining us and didn't hear uh, our recent broadcast? You guys can find Judy Davis uh, by typing in Military Mom Talk Radio and Judy Davis, and it will come up. Uh, So, Judy, I'd like you to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your book so our listeners know who they're listening to. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm known by the military community as the Direction Diva, and I'm a motivational speaker and author and advocate for military families. Um, You know, my book talks about how to find your way when military life turns you upside down, kind of dealing with the emotional side of military life, Um, helping people just deal and navigate that stress and the chaos and the challenges that we deal with on a regular day-to-day basis. So that's what the book is about, and um, I advocate a lot for our teen community um, in suicide awareness, suicide ideation, depression, and addiction, and helping families understand what the key things to look out for in their children are. And I love the topic we're talking about today in the holidays. It seems like that's a big stressor for a lot of families. It certainly is. And Judy, uh, could you give the name of your book again, just because I want people to be sure to know that it's hot on the bookshelves? Yes, it's called Right Side Up, Mm -hmm. Find Your Way When Military Life Turns You Upside Down. And you can get it at militaryfamilybooks.com or on Amazon. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. And was this a product of all of the things that you've been hearing from people during your... um, tour and and, uh, the people that you've met during your speaking engagements, or was this really something that had been brewing in you for quite a while? No, it actually came out from me doing everything wrong when we came back in the military. (laughs) Um, You know, my husband, after a 19-year break in service, decided to come back in, and um, I thought as a spouse of, you know, We had been married for 17 years. We had teenage children, and I thought military life would just be this cakewalk because I had walked the walk and had raised my kids, you know, kind of a thing. And, boy, did I learn a lot of new lessons. So, (laughs) you know, the book is really about all the things that I needed, the tools and um, coping strategies that helped me get through those first years. And even now, I use them every day depending on what, we're facing as a military family and it's you know it's a roller coaster ride that we go through and i love that my book can be a toolbox that can people can refer back to over and over no matter if they are a new spouse or a veteran spouse there's something in there that can help you get through a challenge Yeah, it and it is a challenge, and like you say, I think stress 
is probably the one thing that we all deal with differently, but yet we all have to face it and find the best way to get through. So I guess one of the best things is to hear how some of the strategies you have in dealing with that stress is so important, um, especially during deployments. When we And then during reintegration, there's that that stress of having to re readjust all of the things that you just got used to. <laughs> exactly. And it's you know, we have to put on so many different hats. That's that's the thing that I hear from families all the time. It's like the minute that they think that they have a certain situation kind of under their belt and they know how to deal with it, something new comes up and flips them over, you know, and and literally turns them upside down. And it's like starting over again um, with needing those new reference tools. And this life is it's bumpy, and you get your bumps and bruises and things like that. And I think that, you know, when we talk about resiliency, it's really about being flexible and being able to um, find and seek out new ways to handle situations that this time might be just a little bit different. Even though you've been through deployment before, you've been through reintegration, you're not the same person you were back then. You have different skills. Your children are at different ages. Your your support system is a different support system. So you have to be flexible in your um, in the way you handle things. And I think that's hard. I, I think that that's what makes it so hard. But Judy Brissentine, uh, I would like you to weigh in. Well, I think resilience is of key importance because, you know, we get into, we tend to get into a mindset of doing things the way we've always done them, seeing things from the perspective we always have. And if we can just tweak our mind a little bit and open up to looking at things in a new way, um, being open to, you know, most of the time we're not really, um, we don't really necessarily embrace change all that much. We like to, you know, get into our pattern that's easy and that we are familiar with, but we can't always do that. And if we can, you know, just try to see things from a different perspective and be open to change, because anytime there's a loss, regardless of what kind of loss it is, change is involved. And there's, you know, we have to, over time, adapt to that change. Um, and, and so we have to change. And if we can just get to a place where we can embrace that a little more instead of, you know, fighting it, it will make those transitions so much easier. I definitely agree with that, Judy. I I think that, you know, accepting that change is just part of the lifestyle is like the first step. And then it's then it's all about regrouping. Um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, getting access to those things that we can use to shift and change. And I call that a process, the ARA process. It's like we accept, regroup, and then approach it again. You know, there's no yeah. one way. There's no one way to deal with things. It's really about just regrouping and attacking it from a different angle until you find the fit that works for you and your family. I totally agree. 
Well, and I think, you guys, you know, when you have multiple changes, like I want to talk about the compounded aspect of it, because, you know, when you, Judy, you talk a lot about compound grief, and, you know, I would like you to give an example of what compound grief is and how that's kind of even exponentially multiplied over the holidays, because I used to cry and fall apart, and I had no idea why I was crying and falling apart. Are you speaking? So I'm sorry, Judy. Judy Brizendine, because you talk about compound grief in your book. I'm sorry. Right. No. um, Oftentimes there is more than one loss going on at a time, and when that happens, you know it 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 could be a change in your circumstance, the loss of someone you love, um, you know, just uh, any kind of a loss. And when these things happen in multiples. Um, it just really explodes, I guess, the, that, you know, that whole grieving process because it's all, you're already going in a million different directions. Your mind is, you're, you know, you're being triggered. Your emotions are by all kinds of different things. You don't really have a handle on where you are because there's a lot of confusion when multiple things are taking place, it just kind of amps up that whole process. So just to be aware, sometimes we're not even aware. Maybe we, we think of the, you know, the obvious things like, you know, if someone has died or, you know, the really obvious things, but there may be something less obvious that is a loss that you're facing too and you might not even at first thought identify that but you know stop and think about what you're going through and where you know where the um the triggers may be coming from and that may help you to you know to be able to um, face it in a more direct way exactly you know judy b um as Military families, we often, you know, people look at our lives and think that things are so, so different. And they are to an, to an extent, but we have this foundation that is very similar to our civilian counterparts that we build our life upon. And, you know, when we're talking about compounded grief or compounded situations or experiences, it's built on this foundation that is cracked because of everything that goes on. You know, every deployment, every separation, every PCS, there's grief associated with it. And, you know, so it puts these little cracks into our foundation that makes it difficult for us to move forward. And mm-hmm. um, and so often, like Judy Burzendine was just saying, you know, what we're dealing with today and how we feel about it, oftentimes it's like reverting back to that, all those experiences that cause those same exact feelings, and they all come rushing forward, creating this intense experience that we're facing now that in our brains shouldn't be so bad, but because of the compound effect of everything that we've been dealing with over time, Mm. it becomes more challenging to deal with. Judy, we're going to need to take a break, a commercial mm-hmm. break. And on the other side of the break, I'd like to both focus on uh, a couple of steps that are going to help us through, whether it be making sure we find journaling or setting short-term goals or some of the things that are good 
tools that we can get ourselves through whatever it is that's keeping us from moving forward. Judy Brizendine and Judy Davis are our guests. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. This is Buzz Local Radio. We had the three topics here, and we just added a fourth because we started talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yep, I'm in a band. He's in a band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day that so day. we had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four or five that songs that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not Aww, let me wear my pants backwards sorry. to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wack. Yeah. Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and this is Military Mom Talk Radio and we are visiting with the Dueling Judies. We have Judy Brizendine and Judy Davis and we are talking about how to navigate the holidays, uh, especially with respect to grief and change and grief can come from divorce, from death, from deployment. Uh, there's a whole lot of reasons to grieve. Um, and to, to have to adjust to changes for the holidays that, that we may not be accustomed to. And I think it's very hard, you guys, especially when you have deep-seated traditions. Um, I know in my house, I come from an immigrant household, uh, German and Ukrainian on you know each side, and we have very, very solid traditions that have been carried down for generations. And when those things can't happen, uh, there's a little bit of a adjustment, an upset, a, a railing against 
against the what is. Um, and, you know, it's all well and good to talk about long-term solutions for these things, that things get better with time. You know, we hear that thing over and over. But when we think about, like, what can we do today to change our mindset, to change our expectations because I think that's what it's all about a lot of this is about expectations so I'm going to go to Judy Davis first to talk about you know what are some short-term things we can do to help us get through the holidays well you know I, I think you hit it on the head I think that you know we need to understand that when we're dealing with a situation that is, um, you know, based in grief, whether it's deployment or death or, you know, just a difference in our life circumstance, we, we need to allow ourselves to understand that it's okay to change tradition. And that doesn't mean that our holidays won't be good. You know, like you said, we, we're so steeped in tradition that sometimes we feel if we don't follow through on those things, we won't have a good holiday or it's not as good as it should be. So first is just one is to allow yourself to be flexible and allow yourself to, to be okay that things might be different. Um, and I think that the best way to do that, what I see has worked so well with a lot of families that I talk to and work with is to Plan out this holiday season like you're starting with a clean slate. Um, you know, sit your kids down, especially if your spouse is deployed or something, and sit your kids down and say, hey, listen, you know, this year is going to be different, and we want to do something that makes us walk away knowing that we had a wonderful holiday season and we were together and we got the meaning of it, you know, however that, what that works for your family. And then ask everybody. What are the two things that you must have happen for the holiday season to feel good? And for, you know, we did this on my husband's last deployment, and I was shocked at the things that my kids said. I expected them to say, you know, big presents and going out with dad doing this and this and this, and it was making cookies together. It was driving around for light looking at all the different lights. There were a lot of different traditions that I didn't think were so key because I thought it was different. So when I asked my kids, so that would be the key that I would say, ask your children what are the two things they want and be open to changing everything because it will be different. And the more you're okay with different, the more your kids will be. I know I've heard more and more um families do something intentionally different every year and have the kids be a part of that new thing, that something new. And it could be that you never do have a serious loss in your lives, but it helps the kids look forward to something new. And when tradition does have to change, that's not a horrible thing. That is something that they can embrace a lot more easily. Yes, I agree. Mm. Judy Brizendine, do you feel that we are our biggest um, ones to hold uh, guilt over our heads and we're probably our biggest um, barrier? <laughs> I think that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. We're, we're harder on ourselves, I think, than anybody is on us. And we tend to buy into those guilt feelings for whatever reason. You know, I would say 
<laughs> abandon that, let go of those guilt feelings. You know, I totally agree with what Judy said. One thing that's really important um, is to plan ahead. You know, don't just leave plans up in the air thinking that, you know, something will materialize that's going to make everything all right when the time comes. Do intentionally plan ahead. And these don't have to be elaborate plans, you know, but just uh, make some plans with your family. Don't isolate yourself. You know, it's really um, tempting sometimes when we're going through a really difficult time with grief to isolate. And, you know, you don't have to be around a ton of people, but be sure that you're, you make plans to be with someone um, that you want to be with, that uh, someone who's, who is going to um, nurture you and, and it, it will be a a, a good time together. Um, so don't, uh, just don't allow yourself to be by yourself. But the thing about traditions, you know, we all have traditions that we hold dear. Just because we change things this year, uh, a lot of things, or we abandon some of those traditions that we love, doesn't mean that we can't pull some of those things back in in the future. But I think it's so mm. important to think outside the box. And, I mean, it was one of the things that really got me through the first Thanksgiving and Christmas um, by just deciding to do something entirely different. And um, it, it made such a difference in the life of my family that Christmas. So I would say just, you know, try to think outside the box and do get into the mindset of it's okay to change and, you know, give yourself something to really look forward to that is different for a change. Right. And I and I think so, and to add to what Judy's saying, is I think that so often um, the holidays bring with it an anxiety sometimes about certain events or certain family situations or things like that. And you know, I would just encourage people to not be afraid to um, be a little bit, I guess not to put yourself as a priority, put you and your children or you and your spouse as a priority during the holiday season and, you know, stand your ground, decline invitations or, you know, embrace unique opportunities. Think about who you're going to be with. Like Judy said, plan, 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 especially if you're talking about reintegration or, you know, anything like that. It's not about just winging it. Stand your ground about what it is you need as a family unit, and you will be happier no matter what changing situation comes in and out each year. Well, and I think, don't you think, girls, that it's better to, to tell people, like, you know, I know there were a couple times, like, you know, there was a New Year's thing that I just, I couldn't do it. I had agreed to do it. I said I would go, you know, and I called up and canceled at the last minute. And that was actually better for me to just cancel and let my friends know, like, I'm not up to it, even though they kind of were like, come on, come on, you really need it, you really need it. But the fact was, I really didn't need it. I knew myself. And that to say no kept me from forcing myself the whole evening and then all my friends would know that I was forcing it so you're actually doing everybody a favor by backing out even if it's at the last minute <laughs> mm -hmm. just to tag on to that a little bit I would say remove as much pressure as you possibly can and if that means saying no to certain things 
um, you know what's best for you and your family. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we kind of get pulled into things that we really don't want to do or um, it's just not right for, for that time. So whatever you have to do to, is to remove as much pressure as you can, I say do it. And it will make your holiday that much easier to handle and more pleasant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I see we, so often, oh, I'm sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say we had three minutes before the break, and I was going to ask uh, Judy Davis: Are you do you are you a proponent of making lists like a to a to do list for the day, as opposed to looking at a huge task that might be even if it's the holiday season or looking at a six month period? Um, is that something that you find helpful? I do. I, I think that the best thing to do is. In, you know, everything that I experience in a day, it can be looked at as a mountain. You know, yeah. I look at laundry. I look at, you know, writing my book. There are things like that. And one thing that I've learned over time and through experience is that, you know, nothing happens all at once. It's one thing at a time. You know, I don't tackle my massive amounts of doing my website as one. I talk about each individual thing. I break it down into doable pieces that I'm willing and able to do because things get accomplished one moment, one thing at a time. So I am all about making those lists and taking something that feels so monumental and breaking it down into small enough pieces that you can really do and give yourself a you know, a feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Um, when you're talking about Christmas, it can be something I write down, you know, Christmas dinner, morning brunch, you know, presents, <laughs> all those kind of things. And I can look at each one individually and say, does this work in my life or can I get rid of it? Or can I just get it done? You know, it helps me think things through a little bit clearer, which takes the stress away. Right. And well, I, think, I just want to chime in really quick, Rob. Yeah. Some days it's just, I wrote, I got up. I got up, I got dressed, I got showered. And you know yeah. what? And there are those days. Like, I'm always the one that gives you guys the, the you know, the worst case scenario because I feel like I'm worst case Sam over here or train wreck back. But there are some days when just getting up and getting dressed is an accomplishment. And I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think that's where the beginning of self, um, your inner strength comes is for feeling that accomplishment rather than saying, oh, my gosh, I did not get this task done. But if you have a portion of it as your goal for a day, that's the most important thing, because once you start feeling stronger, then you can accomplish the things that you need to. But it's you can also accomplish your own happiness. And that's the ultimate goal. We're with Judy Brizendine today. You can find out more about Judy Brizendine at www.stunnedbygrief.com. And Judy Davis, you can find more about her at thedirectiondiva.com. Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirit Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature, and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are visiting today with the Dueling Judies, Judy Davis and Judy Brizantine, both accomplished women, experts in their fields, uh, authors, so you can look up their books, Judy Davis and Judy Brizantine. You can look them up on Amazon or just type their name in uh, to Google, and you'll see that there's journals and, and, and a grief book and a, and a Direction Diva book. I mean, they're so great um, for the military family. Judy, uh, D, what's the upside down book title? Right side up. Right side up. Just look for the picture of the girl doing a cartwheel on the front. You'll find it. I, I always think of the cover and I'm like, she's upside down. So I'm like, it's the upside down book. Uh, but, you know, it's just me being me. But speaking of me being me, I would like this segment to be about me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
like it to be about our best practices. So I guess it is in a way uh, somewhat about me. And I'm going to talk about my best practices uh, for me personally. I know we touched a little bit on this, but I'd like to hear from my co-host Robin. I'd like to hear from the Dueling Judy some some real day-to-day best practices in getting through. And I'm going to share mine first. Um, I'm a big old crier. Like I can cry at a commercial. And so one of the things that was hard for me with uh, respect to the to death and divorce that I was handling at the same time was crying. And I would cry at inopportune moments and I'd cry at opportune moments. And you know what? That was okay. Because recently I saw my friend Katrine who lost her uncle who was like a father to her. And we were at choir, the kids choir practice, and she just lost it because we were singing Angels We Have Heard on High. And she was shaking and sobbing. And I realized that happened to me uh, during a similar song in church where I just lost it completely. And, you know, I didn't know what else to do. So I just told my kids, well, look, mom's really sad. She misses grandma. And when they sang like, Gloria, it's her name. And that just set me off, kids. And this is what you do when you grieve. You can cry and it's okay. And, you know, the world doesn't fall apart. And when I saw my friend Katrine, I like ran over. I gave her a big old hug and I let her cry. I didn't tell her to get it together. I didn't tell her it was time to get over it. Mm. You know, all those dumb things that people say to us uh, when we're grieving. But my best practice, I know this sounds silly, but was to cry. Cry until you can't cry anymore. And I cried in the bathtub. I cried in the shower. I cried in the car. I cried in the grocery store. I cried in the park. I mean, I had this thing where I walked every day and it was like my own personal trail of tears. But I would put on some music and I would just let it all pour out. Because when you grieve, lots of other grieving things come up. And we talked a little bit about compound grief um but that my advice to everybody is to take that time to really cry and really feel sad and sit with your sadness because eventually it it kind of dissipates over time you're still going to get sad but you got to feel these things and if you don't feel them my advice is to cry until you can't cry anymore okay so rob i'm going to go to you <laughs> i think you're right because then you have more control i think as as time goes on my bit best practice and i'm uh, referring back to when i was going through cancer was to utilize those lists that we talked about in the last segment, but make it so that I had my go-to list. And I think so many times people will give you a hug when you know that you've just experienced some kind of loss and they'll say, let me know what I can do. Well, I had that list right on my refrigerator and I would put their name down and say, um, Rita told me she would bake supper on Thursday, and, and Mary said she would pick up the kids on Mondays and Fridays. And I would keep a list of wh- who offered me what and take them up on it without guilt and say, I, thank you so much for offering to pick up the kids next Friday. Would you be available? And then I would keep it on the fridge because I wouldn't want to call her every Friday, but I'd want to be able to rotate so that I wasn't overburdening my friends so they'd be sick every time they saw my phone come up on their ID. But I also wanted to let them help me because I think that's the worst thing is the, the awkwardness that people have when you're going through a challenge in your life and they don't quite know how to help so enable them and by enabling them to give you that hand they in turn are going to speak more freely you're going to feel less pressure because you can handle the other things that may take a little more of your your guts that are going to need to get going through whatever else you've got to do let's go to judy davis 
My best practice is a little bit opposite to that. I oh, actually, is that true? Yeah, I get, I get in my car and I get quiet. Um, I find that when life is stressful and chaotic and crazy and sad and everything, that I always am going, going, going. It's like I get on this roller coaster and I can't stop. So what I find is that car rides with nobody with me, no radio on, and just getting in the car and going is like a bit of like meditation. And it rejuvenates me, it relaxes me, and focuses me. It lets me just get away from everything and listen and find that balance that I'm seeking. So it's, you know, it's when things get crazy, I get quiet. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, driving this duty <laughs> thing. And, you know, my family always knows when I'm having a tough time, they'll even say to me, Mom, why don't you go take a drive? And just that, that, getting away and being with alone with my thoughts. And sometimes it ends up that I have to pull over and just cry on the side of the road. Sometimes I laugh hysterically at myself, but it's just giving myself that space just to be me is so helpful. Well, that's my best practice. What about you, Judy? (laughs) Well, as far as the holidays in particular, mine is to know that, I have to manage the holidays or they will control me. And that that's true when you're grieving. It's true um, just in general. You know, take control or you'll be taking control of, and you may be going down a road that you don't want to go down. And just to tag on to what you said, you know, allow yourself to feel those feelings, whatever they are. You know, so often we try to be so stoic and, um, you know, stiff upper lip and all that. Give yourself those times to feel those feelings. And if it happens, and it does to all of us at an inopportune time, you know, just like you and like so many of us, we come to accept that it's okay. You know, that's who we are, that's what we're feeling, and it's okay to express that. Um, and I would just say simplify, simplify, simplify. Because we, you know, we expect so much of ourselves and we think that we have to be this super woman, super mom, super, you know, and and do everything. We can't and we don't, we don't have to, you know, just allow yourself to let go of that and simplify things to so that you and your family can enjoy the holidays more without feeling the pressure. Mm-hmm. That pressure, that there again, there's that pressure that we put on ourselves. Um, and I think it's true. Once you um, give yourself that freedom, or and as Judy Davis is saying, maybe you do need to just, if it's a walk outside, if it's a drive in the car, sometimes if you have to go to the pharmacy you take the next exit off the highway and go the long way back because you just need that those extra few minutes i I used to actually do that with our my kids um i would take 
or not a wrong turn, but I would take a different way and just give us a little extra time in the car. Um, of course, nowadays we all have cell phones, but you turn that cell phone off for 45 minutes and you just uh, spend that extra time. Maybe it is just driving the wrong way, quote unquote, just because you need to get away from what was being held over your head in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of like the computer giving your giving yourself a chance to reboot. <laughs> yeah. You know, just stop, pause, and, you know, take that time and reboot and get, you know, settle down, get back on track, and, you know, give yourself a little bit of space. And don't let other people dictate how you should be handling whatever situation you're in. Yeah. You know, we, we don't give ourselves enough um, credit or stand our ground oftentimes, and that can be a source of strength when we're going through something. We often let other people's ideas of how we should handle things or what we should do. I mean, I think back to the very first deployment when my husband was going to be away from the holidays. Both my family and my husband's family had decided how we should spend the holidays with them, you know, and what we should, I should be doing with my kids because he was going to be gone. And, you know, I had to put my foot down and do some things that were boundaries for our family, but it would be really easy to get sucked into what other people want you to do or think is best for you. So just like I think um, Judy said it earlier in the um, show, really know, plan, and know what it is that you want out of your holiday season, and then stand your ground and and just take it and enjoy what it is, even if it's changed from what is typical in your family and your tradition. Yeah, and I think that is so hard for us. To, that's probably the worst, isn't it, is standing up to our family as opposed to the neighbors down the way. You can say to your neighbor, gee, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that or whatever, but when you've got your mother-in-law or your father saying something to you, that's always the hardest. We are going to have to wrap this hour up, and it's been a wonderful hour, ladies. Judy Davis, the Direction Diva, you can find out more about her and also look for her new book, Right Side Up, at thedirectiondiva.com. You can find her book on Amazon, and her last name is D-A-V-I-S, just like it sounds. Judy Brizendine, we thank you so much for your time. Um, Brizendine is spelled B-R-I-Z-E-N-D-I-N-E. You can find out more about that Judy <laughs> on stunnedbygrief.com and we do encourage you to look for her book and companion journal Stunned by Grief. Ladies, thank you for a wonderful hour. We appreciate your time and we look forward to hearing from all of you and seeing you all next week. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.